Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Take the Candy podcast. You're with your favorite host, John Anthony, Ep 11, Season 2. We got some big college football games this weekend. I'll say this. I think it's two great games and then everything else is about average. So we got Tennessee, Georgia, and we got LSU, Bama. Very interesting picks uh, this week. I'm not going to any of those big games uh, you premium folks, you may see, you may get blessed. You may get blessed with a pick on the big games. Um, also sending out today to the premium folks, our Maxion picks. Um, I guess I could say it on the air because this won't air till Thursday. Um, a lot of Maxion coming up and you know your boy Jay is a Maxion guy. So you know I got to give the premium folks a Tuesday, Wednesday picks. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna give them right now um, here on the pod because I know this won't air until the games are played. So if anything, I'm just gonna make myself look bad uh, if I get both wrong. Um, but so be it. Ohio tonight against Buffalo, uh, two and a half point dog at home. I think Rourke gets a job done. So the premium is gonna be Ohio plus the two and a half. I think Ohio's gonna win that game going away. Second pick I'm gonna give to the premium folks is tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Uh, and the Wednesday night game that I'm going to do is Western Mish. They're plus five and a half right now to Bowling Green. Bowling Green is not a um, high-octane offense. I think it's going to be a rock fight this game. I think it's going to be low scoring. But I'm going to take Western Michigan plus a five and a half. I think they're going to fall somewhere in um, that point total. This could be a close game, uh, 13-10, 14-10. So uh, give me Western Mish plus a five and a half. Those are going out to the premium folks. And... I have the guts to do it here on Tuesday and see what happens when this airs on Thursday. And I won't delete it. You got my word. If I'm 0-2, I won't delete it. But those are going out to the premium folks, and um, we'll see if I'm a profit come Thursday when this airs. So that's what we got. Uh, Guys already signed up for the November packages. We had a nice October, a slow start to the premiums for September. Uh, Really bounced back in October, looking to keep the good times rolling in November, and I'm starting it off with the Mac picks. So that's a blessing for you guys. Those are going to be bonus picks on the premium. And if you want to sign up for the premiums, you know how to get us at Take the Candy Pod, Instagram, Twitter, and we go from there. So that's a business side. Uh, last week, we had the issues with the uh, streaming service. We seem to have everything resolved. Um, I'm still not the happiest man in the world, but I'm happier than I was last Tuesday when this recorded. And then I had to jump on um, Friday morning early here uh, Pacific time to get this damn thing done, which I didn't appreciate. Uh, but this week, it looks like that's not going to happen. Uh, if it does happen, you'll probably hear something at the end that it happened again. But as of right now, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I'm glad we got that worked out. Without further ado, DJ, spin that music, baby. You knew I was going to have to come back and attack Adrian Martinez at some point throughout this season. He's lighting it up at K-State, but now he's got a tough matchup coming up. They got the they got the Longhorns coming up this Saturday. And I'll tell you what, Martinez was out last week. Um, he may be out again. This game is going to be in Manhattan at, at K-State. Texas right now is minus 2.5. That's Texas is a 2.5-point favorite. And for me, this is a time to buy, buy Texas low after a bye week. Uh, while selling Kansas State, coming up with that lopsided shutout win, uh, 41-0 against 
uh, OK State last week. It's time to sell K-State. And you know, whenever I can sell Adrian Martinez, that's what I'm going to do. I think the blowout last week was more indicative of OK State struggles than anything else. Plus, OK State had a ton of injuries on both sides of the ball. I like this matchup for Texas. In the OK State game, they can't run the ball. They rely on Spencer Sanders. Texas has one of the best running backs, obviously, with Bijan Robinson, and that's going to be critical against a K-State defense that cannot stop the run. Deuce Vaughn for K-State in the backfield is an elite back. You got two elite backs here. They're going to lead uh, two big-time rushing offenses, and I think the Texas defense has a better shot at containing Deuce Vaughn than the K-State defense has of containing Bijan Robinson. Despite the three losses, I still think that Texas is one of the top 10 teams in college football. They could easily be undefeated. A few bounces went in their way. Three one-possession losses, including the one to Alabama. They blew that 14-point second-half lead in the eventual overtime loss to Texas Tech. And they blew a double-digit second-half lead at OK State. They grayed out excellent across the board, especially on early downs, which is a big uh, predictive pattern that you could find with this team. They've had some bad luck with penalties, with um, which has set them up on, on third and longs, which they can't convert. They just don't have the horses to do that. Both teams come in with great defenses, but I prefer the matchup for Texas because of their offense. So give me the Longhorns on the road, and I'll lay the two and a half. Right, headed to the NFL and we got a good one here we got a good one we got the Chargers at the Falcons 1 p.m. Eastern spread as I record the pod is the Chargers minus three that's the Chargers as a three-point favorite and there's no other way to say this the Falcons defense is atrocious great game last week with the Panthers back and forth shootout you had uh, the nonsense of the Panthers which caused caused their loss um, with uh, more taking his helmet off. But, I mean, bad teams are going to do bad things at bad times. And that's what happened there. But the Falcons' D, what comes out of that, I mean, P.J. Walker, fine. He's having a good year. But it's an XFL quarterback, not an NFL one. He doesn't have NFL talent. It's crazy if you think about Carolina because they got Darnold and Mayfield in the pantry. I know they're both banked up. I think Darnold's still on IR, but... That's how bad it's gotten over there that P.J. Walker is the guy. The Falcons' D is bad. They were very bad last week. They get little to no pass rush, and now they're banked up in the secondary. Now they got to go against a Chargers offense that's getting healthier coming off a bye. But I will say this. I spoke to someone out in L.A. They told me that uh, Keenan Allen had a setback. Um, Don't know if that's public yet. Um... I'm not a big ESPN guy. Uh, Don't know if it's public, but it will be. Uh, Keenan Allen has a setback. It's going to make him probably doubtful for this Sunday. I think Mike Williams is out too for the Chargers, but Justin Herbert should be able to do whatever he wants to do in this case. And I think this number should be trending closer to four. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to three and a half. It's worth noting um, the injuries that the Chargers have because I, I think that will play a big factor here but but I'll tell you this uh Mariota's done a, a commendable job over there he's done the best he can but that D for Atlanta is just hard 
and I think Chargers take advantage. I think Allen may be out. I think Williams may be out. But, uh, I mean, if you got Austin Eckler, I mean, damn. Give me the Chargers. I'll lay the three. It's your favorite time of episode, folks. It's the Take the Candy special here in episode 11 of season two of the Take the Candy podcast. And I got to go to Texas. I got to go. Florida, Texas A&M, Florida's plus three and a half. You know they're the pick. Last week, A&M found itself probably in a great situational spot at home against an Ole Miss team that had battled in the weeks prior. They still couldn't right the ship, which to me speaks volumes. A&M has two victories over FBS teams this year. Miami, which that win looks a lot worse right now because Miami's terrible. And Arkansas, which in that game, A&M should have lost if not for that 99-yard fumble return. So you got to look at it that way. I'm not sure where this A&M team stands right now. Four straight losses. Pretty much every goal they set out when they started the season is finished. Just by record. They got a, uh, lost a couple guys to injury, including probably their best receiver. And they've lost, I think, three offensive linemen. Now, Florida came into the season without the expectation, and they're showing a lot of fight under new head coach Bill Napier. I I appreciate the fight. This sets up for a good matchup. Florida is leading the FBS 6.1 yards per carry on the ground, and that's where A&M struggles on defense is the ground game. Florida's defense is terrible, (laughs) like terrible. But the A&M offense is very average. And I think Florida's defense is going to be able to hang in this game. Connor Wiegman showed promise in his first career start, but he's going to face a more complex D this week. Even though they're dreadful, they're going to throw different looks at him. Now, there's a lot made about Florida just dismissed uh, Brenton Cox, who led the team in pressures and hurries this year and last year. But from the people I spoke to, not liked in the locker room. So I don't think this is going to be an issue for that team. It may actually galvanize them. So if you're going to College Station, you got a noon kickoff here, Eastern, which is helpful. It's very helpful for Florida. Plus, Florida has experience playing in hostile environments. They went to uh, Knoxville, and, and they competed well there. So give me Florida. They take the candy special. It's the Florida Gators plus the three and a half on the road. That's going to bring us to the end of episode 11, season two of the Take the Candy podcast. As always, you've been hanging with your favorite host, John Anthony. So we got three more picks for you this week. We got matching, and hopefully I don't look like a schmo when uh, this thing airs on Thursday. Hopefully I didn't go 0-2. And, you know, I think I'm going to go 2-0 because my system says I will. So we'll have to wait and see. So if you're listening to this, um, you're either judging me or being like, yeah, J.A. knows what he's talking about. But I guess we'll, we'll have to see. That's the tale of the tape. That's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Big games this weekend. Enjoy them. The Tennessee-Georgia game, um, I don't know. As I record this, they haven't come out with the ratings yet. Um, but I imagine they're going to do something silly. 
And I don't want to get into how I love the BCS and the BCS should dictate. I don't like the CFP, the college football playoff era. I don't like how they do it with a bunch of folks in a room making bad decisions. But what I can imagine they're going to do is they're going to put Tennessee at one. And if they put Tennessee at one, they're going to have a one now having to go to Athens, Georgia, and play between the hedges. And you could bet your bottom dollar they're going to be a seven to eight point dog. So how do you how do you how do you ration how do you rationalize that? But that's what these folks do because they don't know anything. If I had to pick uh, top four before this comes out tonight, the Tuesday night, I'm going to say it should be Georgia one. It should be Tennessee at two. It should be Michigan at three, and it should be Clemson at four. Now I guarantee they won't put Georgia one um, because that's what these folks like to do. But that'll resolve itself. Because I like Georgia uh, this Saturday uh, with Tennessee. But we're going to have to see how it shakes out. But I imagine they're not going to do what I'm telling you. Um, I think Georgia's the best team all around. And if you're going to use a non-BCS system, if you're going to base it off the eye test and, and other factors, Georgia's the best team in the country on both sides of the ball. And it's not close. And it's not close. I understand Tennessee beat Bama, but they also beat him at home. And I think they're going to go on the road and lose to Georgia. So they shouldn't be one. If they are, that's how you know the CFP system does not work. And that's my word. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend that they should tell a friend that they should listen to the Take the Candy podcast because the CFP system is broken and we need to bring back the BCS. Hashtag bring back the BCS. As always, you've been chilling with your boy, J.A.